welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue and start to wind down on the series of The Poison and Antidote of Rejection. And today I just want to remind you of what we've covered so far before we get into the topic for today. But what we're going to be discussing is some very practical, applicable, step-by-step directions on how to pull yourself away from rejection, but also prevent it in the future. So that's what we're going to be covering the next day or two. And then we're going to wind this up and move into a new series. Uh, So, so far... We started out by laying a foundation, helping you understand the seriousness of rejection, that it's not a situation that you want to overlook in terms of what it can do to you, how much it can cripple you. Um, And if you know someone who's facing rejection, just to realize that what they're experiencing is it can be very serious and needs to be taken care of in the right way because rejection affects us at a very deeply, deeply emotional level. So we've been talking about that um, in a number of different ways, but we really laid the foundation early on. And then in part two, uh, we went through four indicators. Part three, we covered even more indicators of what rejection looks like, uh, revealing the root of rejection, helping you to diagnose if you are dealing with it or somebody you know or care about is dealing with it. And then part four, we also covered a few more indicators. Then... We got into some brain patterns and triggers in part five. And then we talked about dangerous emotions that stem out of rejection and how these emotions can take us down or hold us back from progressing, uh, can trap us. We talked about self-compassion, which is how we begin to emerge from rejection. And then freeing yourself of the pain. And finally, yesterday, we talked about taking back control. So we are slowly working our way back to a place that we can um, feel like we have a handle on this and it's not controlling us anymore. Okay, so let's go through this list and we'll see how far we get today with this list. Um, But I think it's important that you understand this. And if you haven't gotten a pen out to take notes, I would encourage you to do that now. In fact, if you're just now joining us, go back and listen from the start. I think you'll get a lot of, of great nuggets out of it. Um, and, and it may even open your eyes to some areas that you ha- are facing rejection and didn't even know that that was the root of your issues. This is going to set you free. All right, so uh, the first thing that I would suggest you do is to acknowledge and label the event, uh, the, the offense, the occasion, whatever it might be, with a specific feelings that you, you have about it. Now, this is the beginning of cognitive uh, restructuring, which is something I've taught before, but we're going to walk through it with the perspective of rejection in mind, okay? So you really should just go ahead and, and get this on paper because it's easier to process when it's in writing and you can go back and reread and, and digest and process it a little more slowly as opposed to just trying to think it through in your brain, okay? So now... 
if you're going to write this down, you're going to write down specific feelings. You're going to write down the offense, the issue, the concern, and then specific feelings that go with it. So, you know, obviously you're going to write down rejection. I mean, that's one of the feelings. Uh, <laughs> but there's probably some other feelings that come as a result. And identify those and realize that you're normal, okay? Uh, that you're having these feelings makes you human and it's okay to have them. So give yourself permission to, to have those feelings and to be okay with it. All right, so we've kind of covered two columns. The first column covers the event, the occasion, the upset, the, what, the offense. The second column is covering exactly how it's making you feel, accepting and processing that as is, all right? Now, the third column is a little trickier, okay? Because what I'm going to ask you to do now is to try very hard to pull yourself out of your own skin and <clears throat> look at those feelings and that offense from somewhat of an objective standpoint. So almost like you're the coach or the consultant from the outside looking in and you're giving advice to this person that just wrote these things on the paper, even though that person is, in fact, you. Avoid dwelling on the event or rehearsing it too much. You want to stay as objective as possible. And that's why I said this is hard because sometimes it is hard. And if you've been doing it for so, so long, you've deeply wired in not only the event itself and the memories of it, but you've wired together that with the neurotransmitters that are automatically released by habit. Over time, it becomes a pattern and the pattern can keep you really enslaved to it. So being objective is going to take a very conscious, very deliberate effort to do it. But if you can do it, you're going to get a breakthrough here, okay? So you're going to write down that objective viewpoint. So maybe this person, like for example, say somebody beat you. Maybe this person that beat you was raised being beaten themselves and they don't know any better. Now that you may say, well, that's ridiculous. Everybody should know you shouldn't beat somebody. The problem is they're stuck in the same ditch that you're now in, okay? And they don't know how to get out. And, and, and so they're just responding based on the patterns that they've created because of their past. Now, that may or may not be true, okay? Maybe it was something else that caused them to get this way where they were unable to control their anger or process their emotions correctly, you know, maybe, um, you know, so maybe they've just had a plain devastating life. And, and again, they haven't processed it right. I'm not, I am not making excuses for these people that did this to you, whatever it was they did. This is not in a let's make an excuse for the offender uh, session. This is just, let's be objective. You know, we're not excusing them. We're not saying they were okay to do that. We're just trying to be objective here. And we're trying to come up with an objective answer. Now, I have run out for today, but there is more to this, and I'll come back and finish it tomorrow. So please come back and join me. I have more to say about this and about the next step. This is Michelle Steffes. Reframe and rewire greatness through daily routine. Looking forward to having you back on the podcast tomorrow. Thank you for joining me.